Welcome to Inside Out. Without prejudice or boundaries, this space is for raw and vulnerable conversations surrounding health, mental well-being, relationships, parenthood, and so much more. Our goal is to deliver a conversation that will educate and empower you through shared experiences told by inspiring and relatable guests. My name is Chris. I'm a wife, mum, and stepmom who is on a personal journey that cultivates a life of alignment and intention. I hope these conversations encourage you to do the same. Let's dive deep into today's episode. I have the beautiful Natalie with me today. Welcome to Inside Out, Nat. It is a pleasure to have you here. How are you? I'm amazing. Thanks so much for having me on. I really appreciate it. Yay. I can't wait to get into all the things. So before we dive deep into all of the workings and wisdom and empowering conversations that I know are going to come of this podcast episode, can you tell me a little on you, your journey, your story? Who are you? Where are you from? Everything. Go. Awesome. Thanks so much. So my name is Natalie Patterson. I'm a spiritual coach. I'm a channeler. I'm a psychic and medium. And I have been in this space for the last five years. So my spiritual journey started when I was 17. I was so eager to go to different psychics, to meet them, to see them, to see what they were all about. And my guides kept guiding me to all these different psychics. So every single year I would go to a new psychic, a new psychic, a new psychic. And I was like, I really want to be psychic. And when I was 17, a lady said to me, by the time you're 32, you're going to run this huge spiritual network of people and you'll be psychic. And I was like, that is wild. So about five years ago, when I started to tune into spirit, I actually started to receive all these different messages. And in the last two years, I've been channeling light language. I've been able to channel beings from different dimensions. And I have now started a coaching business to help inspire people to return them back to who they're meant to be and to allow them to express themselves in all different forms. So it's really exciting. I love what I do. And I'm so passionate about helping people actually ascend to a higher vibration. Yeah, amazing. So talk to me about the light language and how you tapped into that. Mm, amazing. So great question. What I actually had was I had a um, a bit of an ego death. Okay. So I was really in the matrix, I would say, you know, that matrix form of needing to have a business, um, worked really hard, feel like I was completely run down all the time and was totally unhappy. And I made this big decision to move to the Gold Coast. My spirit guide said, you need to go there. There's a high vibration there. And I was so nervous. And I remember being there and getting lots of different signs. I started seeing spiritual numbers. And my spirit guide started saying to me, like, you need to do this and this. And kind of like leaving those breadcrumbs out for me. So how do they say it to you specifically? So sometimes I actually hear it in my ears. So quite often I get like a ringing in my right ear and I'll close my eyes and I'll receive a message, which right. is amazing. And of course, for a few years, my ears were ringing and I couldn't understand why that one would ring really high, one would ring really low. Sometimes it kind of feels like I've got like a um, headphone on and almost kind of like I said, like I was ding. Yeah, 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 yeah. And so I had this ego death of like realizing that who I was in Melbourne and what I wanted to do in Melbourne wasn't actually me. Mm -hmm. And then I actually morphed my, who I wanted to be like my identity into something that wasn't real. 
And I created this big facade on who I was and I had a lot of ego attached to it. And then what happened was I moved up to the Gold Coast, stripped away a lot of friends, um, let go of my identity. And I kind of had this like the sober ego death, right? Right. Everything was, I felt felt like the the room was always shifting and, and I felt like I was like on edge for a couple of days and I broke up with a very close friend of mine and literally the next day that we we had this discussion that like that was that we were going to go our separate ways I sat in a meditation and I closed my eyes and I remember almost as if like you imagine golden energy just coming from the universe and coming into your crown chakra and coming into you and I just remember being able to open my mouth and speak light language and it had been a process over about three years before that I remember seeing a video on YouTube about light language and I was like what is this thing like and my soul was like I need to talk about it like I need to learn about it and so then I listened to every single podcast I listened to every single YouTube channel like I went searching so I could learn more about this amazing thing and then sitting in meditation and just asking can I please speak light language can I please speak light language and then one day, you know, the unraveling of that's not who I want to be anymore. Actually, this is who I want to be. And this is who I am and actually accepting that. And then it just everything just magically falls into place, you know? Yeah. So, yeah. so psychic abilities. So mm. that's is, 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 to understand completely the light language and psychic abilities, they're integrated or they're completely separate. Like they're separate energies coming to you, right? Yeah, well, it's it's kind of a little bit a, a little bit of both and a little like both yes and both no, right? Right. So sometimes when I'm channeling light language, I can actually get information for the person specifically. So let's say I'm in a healing for you, mm. and I'm healing you, and I'm channeling light language. Right. So that's a little bit of light language. Sometimes when I'm channeling light language, I can also receive messages and guidance for the person. Wild, right? Right. Also, sometimes when I'm just in a psychic reading and I'm just tuning into spirit or universal source or God or whatever you would like to call it, I can receive, you know, just single messages. Um, And those messages also come in so many different ways. Sometimes I get a picture. Sometimes I get the ringing in my ears. Sometimes I hear it. Sometimes I feel it. Like, yeah, always so random. Can you do it off cuff? Like, like say right now, can you do it? Like to just tap in? Yeah. Yeah. Holy crap. Almost like it's so super cool, isn't it? So (laughs) the language itself is a language that we've all learned before. So most of us people or beings on earth are actually star seeds. Um, and I would say all of the listeners today that are listening would probably be tuned in or tapped in, right? It's the frequency that we all hold. And most of us come from some sort of place in the galactic down into earth. And then we have these beautiful earthly experiences. And channeling light language is a remembrance of the soul. Mm. And it is once we peel back the layers of ego and healing and trauma and getting to the depth of our soul and we then raise our vibration enough and our frequency enough to then be able to attain um, the language of light language. How can we heal ourselves energetically to receive messages? Amazing. Okay, so 
There's a few different things. Um, I, of course, teach people how to tune in to spirit more. Um, There is, I believe, the key fundamentals for any sort of psychic development or any sort of vibrational update is really good, clean, filtered water. Um, You know, our pineal gland, so, you know, our brain sits like this, there's a pineal gland down here, and that pineal gland starts to calcify from the ages of zero to seven when we start to get programmed, when we start to um, be, ears. Yeah, be around frequencies and stuff. So if we can actually allow that good, beautiful, you know, nurturing water, it actually allows us, our body to flow, you know, more, more nicely, I suppose. Yeah. Um, and then another thing is like good vibrational food. So organic um, plant-based, a lot of plant-based food is going to give you a higher vibration in the physical body mm. and as well, like, you know, grounding yourself, meditating, um, connecting into your breath, doing breath work, like doing any of these things that are going to allow our minds to quieten because to receive messages or to tap into your intuition is all about like listening to the inner guidance and like you know you saying you're inside out it is all about the inside right when we quieten our mind and when we're able to allow ourselves that peace and quiet to calm our minds and to calm ourselves we can actually receive the messages because spirit is always talking to us like your angels your spirit guides they're always there you know can we ask can we ask angels for specific signs for like like removing things like removing the roadblocks or removing the limiting beliefs like how can we dive into that yes we so good i'm so glad you asked this question so actually this morning i was working with a client and she has a lot of anxiety And I said to her, I want you to close down your eyes and I want you to think about a beautiful golden energy ball in front of you. And I want you to picture that ball with lots of energy, lots of light, lots of love, lots of of healing. And what you're going to do is ask your spirit guides, ask your angels to relieve the anxiety from your body and allow it just to float, drift up into the golden ball and just, you know, let it just dissolve and dissipate. Mm. And she was like, oh, my God, I don't know. Is that easy? And I was like, yes. If we, can, if we can connect to our guides, we can connect to the infinite possibilities that there is, right? Mm. So, of course, they can. They can yeah. basically do anything we ask. Like, and the thing with spirit guides, right, is that we have to make contact with them. So it's not as if they can just be like, hey, Chris, I'm here. Hey, babe, what's going on today? Like, we actually need to tune into their energy. We need to ask them, hey, guys, I would love you. I love a hand today. Hey, guys, I would love some guidance. Hey, guys, are you there today? So when I am coaching my clients, I always say to them, make sure your phone line is strong. Mm. Make sure your internet is on Mm. and make sure you're talking and you're connecting because it is the connection that you make with them that actually makes it really strong. Have you ever received messages from people you know that have passed? Yes. Yes, definitely. So actually... Actually, very cool. So the reason I got into all of this was when I was 17, my auntie died in a sudden car accident and then my grandfather died and then my dad got cancer all within the space of six months. Wow. And I was so drawn 
to going to see psychics to talk to my auntie. Mm. And so bless her, this whole entire reason I am who I am today is because of her passing. Amazing. And so I can tune into my grandfather. He's one of my spirit guides. And um, I can tune into him really easily. And it is, it's so beautiful. I have this total different perception on life and death now. Like, because I can tune into spirits and because I can receive messages from them, it's like, it's almost as if they're always there with us. Mm. And this thing, if you're thinking of someone that's passed away, all you need to do is call upon them and they are there, you know? Yeah, I recently, very recently actually, and I haven't shared this um, on the podcast yet, I had an experience. My grandma passed, I'm not sure how many years ago, um, and my pop who was on my mum, my mum's dad, and so my grandma was my dad's mum, and she died a very long um, journey of breast cancer, was really horrible. Now, she had had a life of pain and trauma and she in the last like couple of years before she passed she had finally made some decisions and taken some action that really allowed for her to be who she wanted to be and create that independency that she so well deserved and so when she passed it was like it was far more painful than when my pop passed for me personally because he had a fantastic life he had every experience he was a hard worker he had a beautiful family he was very traditional Aussie male lifestyle of, you know, grew up in a good home, had great experiences, had great, you know, had money and things like that. Mm. Um, So when grandma passed, it was sadder, what felt sadder. So for me, I've really, even though they passed very close together in timelines, I've always felt very connected to her passing. Mm. Um, And I only maybe two months ago, maybe three, I woke up from a dream and I felt her hand on my chest. And I at first I had fear because like someone's touching my chest and then I went, oh, it's grandma. And then I realized what I'd said to myself, oh, it's grandma. Wait, that, you know, your conscious mind, right? Why, how could I say that? Grandma's dead. That's not her. And then I freaked out a little bit. And then I was wide awake because I'm like, was that her? And I just ignored her because I got scared. So like, it's so interesting that that's Mm -hmm. how you, it's just explain how you can call them in and receive their messages because I felt the softness and the and the warmth and it was like the yeah that fear threw me into the perspective of this can't be mm. and also I have kids the kids are asleep in my house I'm like who's in my house so it's like protective <laughs> mama bear comes into play too um super interesting and I've had so many experiences over my life um I have and I am in a world where I have a lot of people that are black and white where this this, it can't be this would never happen you can't be real and all of that so long and that is a okay but I am I am fully like no this is real and this is life and this is what happens because I've had so many big experiences that I've just shaken me at the time and now I'm like that was so cool I want to do that again <laughs> but speaking of people like that that experience for me initially scared me have you had oh my scary God. you know yes. horrible experience where you're like get out of my house <laughs> oh 100 and i'm so glad you actually have spoken about this so it's so normal to feel that fear right and that's another thing that i always work through with my clients is at the start it's like trusting your intuition to actually receive the messages and also not allowing the programming of the fear to come in because for so long we've been told that like, you know, ghosts are scary or like spirits are bad or like we've had all this like dark programming on us. However, 
I believe that ghosts are actually spirits that have just not yet crossed over. And I, of course, cross the spirits over and they're beautiful and they normally have a nice old chat to me and I cross them over and they go peacefully and all the beautiful things. What does crossing over mean to you? So we have, you know, we are in this realm, this three-dimensional reality where we can touch each other and touch the table and see the laptop and all these things. And crossing over allows the spirit from being almost like as if you could see like a a little circle outside of our world um, and that they can't travel through into the next realm or into the next dimension. So crossing them over actually allows them to be free from just this third dimension. Although they're not in the third dimension, they're in like the fourth or fifth dimension, they can actually cross over into that next realm of, um their next their next life you would say mm. um, I would just want to come bring it back to you asked me before about if they have had any like scary things happen oh my god so at the start like I, I I was not born psychic and I was not born a medium I just want to make that really clear because yeah you know I quite often get asked were you born like this and I was like no fucking way man like yeah this was so far from my reality. Although my mum always had dreams. So she would always talk about her dreams and would always, you know, would, would kind of always talk about dreams. So that was cool. However, that's still very different to actually seeing spirits and 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 all the things. So, yeah, yeah. A dream that you created unconsciously is a little yeah, bit yeah. different to walking down the street and they're like, hey, you're with me and no one else can see you. <laughs> oh man. So I'll never forget, I pulled up to a, a traffic light, right? So I'd had my spiritual awakening. People talk about the spiritual awakening. Had my spiritual awakening and I knew that I was on this ascension process because of the the, the dreams were getting really intense. And I started to receive mm. messages from my spirit guides all the time. And at this point, I had only spoken to my spirit guides and I hadn't yet met any spirits. And actually, at this point, I didn't believe I could see spirits. Um, and I stopped at a traffic lights. And I could see out of the corner of my eye, like this flashing, you know, like maybe some whites and some smoky kind of colors. And I looked over and there was this man on a horse with like an army suit on with a hat, right? And it was almost as if you would see like a ghostly figure um, of like the smoky kind of, you know, whites and stuff. And I was looking at him and I was like, what fuck am I seeing and I turned back to look straight ahead like at the traffic lights like I did not see that this is this is so 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 this is not real you know yeah I looked back and he kind of smiled at me like you can see me and I was just like this is crazy (laughs) and I drove home and I called my mom and I'm like mom I think I just saw a spirit and I'm not sure and then like during that week, it was an unraveling of a few different things. So I was woken up at night by a spirit at the end of my bed. And I was like, is this what I'm meant to do? And I don't even know, like, do I talk to it? Do I just sit there in silence? I'm like riddled with fear right now. I'm like, this is freaking me out. Mm. And I'm all alone as well. And I was like, I just, I don't know what to do. And then a couple of days later, I had had a friend commit suicide, uh, two years ago and I sat in the car and he actually sat in the car with me and he put his hand on my knee and he said you can see me and you can feel me and it's real and I was like okay I'm not going crazy (laughs) okay this is real maybe I'm starting to become a medium maybe I'm starting to see spirits you know like maybe this is actually real and I said thank you and then of course had a chat to him because I was like my friend 
think. And then, um, yeah, it was just an unraveling of having to, every single time I felt that fear go through it anyway, because I knew in my soul that I was meant to do this. Yeah. And I knew that like eventually one day I'd see my auntie and I knew that one day I'd meet my grandfather. And so then it was like, cool. It was kind of like a game. It was like, okay, okay, now I can do this cool stuff. Uh, what else can I do? Yeah. And so then I started to, to get the confidence, to build the confidence up to do some psychic readings. And I one day had this psychic reading with a, a acquaintance. Like I knew her. I didn't know her that well. And um, her brother had just passed. And I knew that because we were in a group chat and she had said, hey, my brother's passed. Can I have a psychic reading with you? And I thought, oh, yeah, absolutely. And never thought anything of it. Just thought I was going to give her a psychic reading. So sat with her. And the first thing that came to my mind was, is it okay if a spirit comes through? And she said, yeah, now, of course. And I thought, oh, my God, if a spirit might come through in a reading and I might have to deliver a message. It was the first time I had ever thought of that even being a possible ability, right? Right. And um, we're, we're on Zoom just like this, you know, having a chat. And I could see and feel her brother come through. Oh, wow. And um, it was very strong. And I said to her, I'm just going to close my eyes for a moment. And quite often when I close my eyes, my, my eyes flick to the back of my head and it looks pretty scary. So just, you know, bear with me, but I'm going to tune into his energy. And then he said to me, go and get a pen and paper. And of course, I wasn't really set up for that. <laughs> so I ran downstairs to get some pen and paper and I came back upstairs and my hand was shaking because of the energy. And I wrote a two-page letter to her. I knew her dad's name, her mum's name, his partner's name. I knew what happened in his death. I knew every single detail. Um, and he channeled a letter through me. Wow. And it was at that point that I knew that I had a gift and that you know, when I remember when my auntie passed, all I wanted was a letter from her. All my family wanted was a letter from her. And it was then that I was like, oh my God, my whole, like this, everything makes sense now, right? All the breadcrumbs that were left out for me all make sense. Mm. Um, and I'll tell you what, Chris, it was so, it was actually really scary when that happened though. I was, you know, I was quite overwhelmed and um, I made my partner come and pick me up so I could go and you know send this letter to her so she had it physically so that she could actually show her family and um the messages that I was able to receive for her family was so helpful because they didn't really know what caused the death mm. and um I was able to receive all that information so it was able to give them a lot of like ease and calmness and it was yeah. it was amazing so I was like this is so cool and so then it has all just exploded from there that is epic really epic I'll tell you a really freaky story <clears throat> story time story time guys so you might be able to like I don't know if you'll get any downloads from me telling this story yeah. but if you do tell me who did this I need okay. to know okay so living with my mom and my stepdad mm -hmm. and I have like a very segregated broken relationship with my stepsister and stepbrother um mm -hmm. who are my stepdad's children they are adults and we, yeah I don't have anything to do with them however when we were younger we were quite close and then we had this falling out anyway. So at the time of falling out, like it was a thing with the family, right? I was like, what, 18? And I was, I was still living with, cool. yep. yeah. And so I was living with mom and my stepdad 
And when, as to be an asshole, there was this photo, photo of his kids. When I would walk past it, I would flick it down. It was in the hallway and there was this photo and I would do it all the time. Now, obviously I was being a brat and Mm. so disrespectful and wrong. And I stopped doing it because it really upset my stepdad and I apologized. And we went through this healing process together as stepdaughter and stepdad, whatever. So then, but there was also a back wall in our lounge room and behind the lounge was all their baby photos. And like, and and me and my brother as well, like they were all mixed in, right? We all went out for dinner, mom, me, my stepdad, my brother. um, And then like the rest of our family all went out for dinner, came home all together one night and every single photo of his children was gone. Now, I didn't take them. Of course. And they were removed. And then, so I was like swearing black and blue, of course I didn't take them. And they just thought I was lying. And then Mm -hmm. I had done something and then I'd organised it and some one of my friends had done it and it was this big thing. Mm -hmm. And a couple of years later, when we were moving from that house, there was a garage that we used as storage and all the way to the front roller door, it was stored to the roof, right? So me and mum like took days to get through it. There was a little bar fridge right at the back we picked up the bar fridge, it cracked open and all the photos fell out. And I was what? like, I didn't put them there. How would I get them there, guys? Like this is shed has been filled feel like this for years. Like how would I actually climb through that no one would know and open the door and get the, like. How? How? Question, <laughs> what's coming to mind is that, is that there is an aunt. Who is an aunt? Is there an aunt? Is, is there a head? Does he have a sister? Yeah, he's got sisters there alive. And did any of them have keys to the house? No. Did any of them not like you? No. Interesting. Because what even when you were first talking, I keep just getting aunt, aunt, aunt. No. Mm. No, nothing like that. They're all from out the country. They wouldn't. No. Oh, they weren't there. Because who would have had a key at that time, right? Or was there? Uh, I'm feeling it, it's a, it's definitely a female energy. I'm, I I would love mm. to say it's some aunt or like, is there a family friend that someone called auntie or aunt or no, no. But that's interesting. And no, and females int- even more intriguing to me. Like, like so, like someone that almost like set, set you up, right? Yeah, that's what it felt like. And I'm like, how? But they no physical being here on this earth could have done that. In the like, we they were there, and then mm. they went there two hours later. Mm. Well, I have heard of, I have definitely heard of fairies, okay, mm. fairies, um, mm. or spirit guides moving things around. Yeah, my keys would go missing for a while in that house. Uh, right, yeah, and and I mean, like, spirits can also do that. So, I'm wondering if there was even like an aunt of his or an aunt of yours. No, nah, it's definitely his mm. that, yeah. stepdad's aunt. Yeah, yeah, yeah. Ask, 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 ask. Yeah, I will. I'm so curious. Yeah, maybe they, maybe she didn't like the kids. Yeah, yeah, yeah. Or maybe, or maybe it was like. I'll edit that bit out of the podcast. <laughs> no, no. I'll probably, they'll probably listen. <laughs> well, you never know, hey. That's uh, funny. And also, too, like, um, that's so interesting. Mm. <laughs> Crazy, right? I've got so many stories like that and I love that I feel like energetically like I can I I feel so like drawn and intrigued and wanting to know more constantly so I feel like if I wanted to I could definitely call on 
yeah, more, more than what I'm currently experiencing in this dimension. Right. Um, And everyone can, like, I want, I want you to know and everyone that's listening to know that like, we're all Mm multidimensional. When we call ourselves just like a human being, we put ourselves in a box of, of only having the 3d reality. However, at a multidimensional level, you are able to speak telepathically. You are able to communicate to all beings that are from different dimensions. You are able to shift into different dimensions. Mm. And this is sober. This is no like plant medicine stuff. Like you can do this stuff sober, meditate, deepen your breath, like connect to your intuition. Your spirit guides, your angels are all around you all the time. Mm. And like even tuning into like turning our chakras on, right? Right. Such a simple process. And it's so many people forget that like, turning your chakras on or like turning a light on. I always say to my clients, when you walk into a dark room and you bump your knee on the ground, uh, on the ground, wow, you bump your knee on the table or yeah. on the couch or something, you fall over, you're like, fuck. Yeah. <laughs> you know, you're, you're walking around with the lights on, uh, the lights off and yeah, it's not, it's not serving you. When yeah. you actually turn your chakras on, you're actually allowing yourself to light up and to ignite the light and then for you to be able to like flow through which is amazing so great yeah great. I, I love that so for anyone listening that wants to know more about you wants to have a reading wants to talk to you okay. where do they find you amazing thank you so you can find me on tiktok or on instagram at starseed society one 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 Thank you for listening to today's episode of Inside Out. I really want to grow in this space and make sure these stories and experiences are heard. If this episode resonated with you, I would love to hear from you. Please leave me a review and hit subscribe to ensure you don't miss our next conversation. Please also join me on Instagram and let me know what you thought about this episode at Inside Out with Chris. I can't wait to share more with you really soon.